You're now listening to Sambuanga City Alliance Evangelical Church's podcast. We hope that it will help you with your journey with the Lord Jesus Christ and your relationship with the people around you. God bless you. It is our desire that the Lord would speak to us through His Word and continue to speak into our hearts and minds through the Holy Spirit. Shall we open our Bibles in the book of Genesis chapter 21, beginning with verse 9 up to verse 21. Genesis 21, verses 9 to 21. I'll read from the New American Standard Bible. Now Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, whom she had born to Abram, mocking. Therefore she said to Abraham, Drive out this maid and her son, for the son of this maid shall not be an heir with my son Isaac. The matter distressed Abraham greatly because of his son. But God said to Abraham, Do not be distressed because of the lad and your maid. Whatever Sarah tells you, listen to her, for through Isaac your descendants shall be named. And of the son of the maid I will make a nation also, because he is your descendant. So Abraham rose early in the morning and took bread and skin of water and gave him them to Hagar, and putting them on her shoulder, and gave her the boy, and sent her away. And she departed and wandered about in the wilderness of Beersheba. When the water in the skin was used up, she left the boy under one of the bushes. Then she went and sat down opposite him, about the bow sat away, for she said, Do not let me see the boy die. And she sat opposite him and lifted her voice up and wept. God heard the lad crying. And the angel of the Lord called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is this? What is the matter with you, Hagar? Do not fear, for God has heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift up the lad and hold him by the hand, for I will make a great nation of him. Then God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water and she went and filled the skin with water and gave the lad a drink. God was with the lad and he grew and he lived in the wilderness and became an archer. He lived in the wilderness of Paran and his mother took a wife for him from the land of Egypt. May the good Lord bless us as we have read his word. There is a Filipino, an overseas worker. He was hired in a huge restaurant. Because he was needed right away, he did not go through a thorough orientation with the job that invited him or he was accepted in. And so he worked right away in that restaurant. And one day while working, he was called by the chef. The chef told him, why don't you get a piece of meat from inside the freezer? And so the Filipino worker right away obeyed followed the chef's order and went to the freezer, a huge freezer. It was in fact like a cubicle already. He went inside it without knowing that the door sat down by itself and you could not open it from the inside. It had to be opened from the outside. And so he was there inside already. He picked up the meat that he needed and then he tried to open the door and he could no longer open it. He tried to open it, push it again, and it could not be opened. And so he began panicking already. He shouted and asked for help from all those other people working in that restaurant, but to no avail because his voice could not be heard. He cried out and called for the chef's name, but the, her, the chef could not hear him. So he was in desperate need. He was in dire need. He was really having a problem already from the inside. Nobody was hearing him. 
Fortunately, after around 15 minutes, the chef noticed that the guy that he asked to get the meat did not go back to him. And so, he decided to check on him and went to the freezer. It was only then, after almost 20 minutes, that he was inside that freezer. He was almost dying already when the chef found him. Here is the problem. When we are in a great danger... And we call for help and we name someone or we call someone and yet that someone could not hear us. We are in a very great danger indeed. Or that situation where we are in will be very difficult if our voice wouldn't be heard or that person whom we are calling to or crying out to would do not hear us, does not hear us, I mean. But this does not happen to God's people, those who have faith on him. When those individuals who have faith in the Lord would call upon his name, I believe this thing such as this wouldn't happen because the Lord hears and whatever cry that you would present to him, once you are his child, once you are his servant, he will hear your voice. This is the thing that we will be looking at today. We are on the second part of our series that is called When God Meets Man. Last Sunday we learned that God is the God who, who sees. In fact, we call it meeting the God who sees. Today, we will be looking at this passage and we would be delving into this text that we have read and we would know God meeting him as the God who hears. On the very first verse that we read, Hagar was mentioned, Sarah was mentioned. These two women were there already and from the very earlier chapters that we have discussed last time, in chapter 16, we noticed that a problem already occurred with them. And so that problem continued. There was a feud between these two ladies. There was a problem happening, a tension taking place between the two of them. And this time, in verse 9, Sarah saw the son of Hagar. Sarah saw Ishmael teasing, or as NASB translated it, mocking his brother Isaac. Now this time... Ishmael was already around 14 years old or even a little bit older. Why? Because when Ishmael was born, Abraham was 86 years old. When Isaac was born, Abraham was already 100 years old. And that gives us the idea that Ishmael was already a teenager. The text also tells us that this time Abraham already, Sarah, I mean, wind already Isaac. In the Jewish culture, usually they would win their baby in ages two or three year old. So you add that, that up, probably we would end up having Ishmael already 16 or 17 year old during this time. And this time, Sarah caught Ishmael mocking Isaac. This did not, what is this? He, she didn't like this idea. She didn't like this act of Ishmael. That is why she went to Abraham and told him, Drive out this maid and her son. I do not like this son of the maid to have an heir with my son, to be an heir with my son. Drive out this maid and her son. That was the plea. That was the order of Sarah to Abraham. The tension in this part of the narrative happened here when Sarah saw this incident. She demanded to Abraham now that Hagar and Ishmael would be driven away from her presence. And you know what? When this happened, this brought a great distress to Abraham. Why? Because Ishmael was also his son. I believe Abraham could not take it to despise his son, 
to, to, I mean, to drive away his son because he's also his very blood. And that is why the problem, the tension here escalated a little because now Abraham is involved and the tension deep inside him was also growing. But God spoke to Abraham. God said to him in verse 12, Abraham, do not be distressed because of the lad and your maid. And listen to these words, whatever Sarah tells you, listen to her. Whatever Sarah tells you, listen to her. It is in an imperfect verbal form, meaning to say Sarah was telling Abraham from time to time as God was telling him these words. In other words, Sarah was a kind of makulit person that would that often told Abraham about this, drive these two people away, drive this servant of mine and her son away. And probably during the night before they go to sleep, Abraham heard the same words from Sarah. Sarah told him, drive this woman away along with her son. And when he woke up in the morning, the same words he would hear from his wife. And God told Abraham, listen to her. Because I am going to multiply your descendants through your son Isaac. And of the son, the son of the maid, I will make him a nation also. This is the promise that God gave to Hagar earlier about Ishmael. And this was revealed also to Abraham. It was only then that he gained a little bit confidence of releasing his son. And so early in the morning, the following day, Abraham got a bread and put some water inside a skin bottle. And so after which he drove his son, Ishmael, and Hagar away. I was wondering because the text tells us only a bread and a bottle of water. Where will these two go? Where are they heading? Where is their destination? The text doesn't say about their destination. It is a little bit better this time if you will be asked by someone, you go back to your parents, stay away from us, you go back to your parents. At least there is a destination mentioned. But here in the text, as about Hagar's and Ishmael's destination, it wasn't mentioned. And I was wondering why Abraham only gave them a little bit of a bread and a battle of water when he drove them away. That won't bring them very far. And probably that's the very idea that Abraham had in mind. He wouldn't like, he didn't like for Hagar and Ishmael to go far, far away. That is why he only gave them a piece of bread and a bottle of water. So that if they would not be able to go far away, he could just visit them. He could continually provide for them. Probably that was in the mind of Abraham. I don't know exactly, but that's just a possibility. And so he drove them away. Hagar and Ishmael wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. And you know what happened? It was very hot, walking in a, in a desert land, walking in a wasteland is no easy. It is a bit okay in our place, it's a tropical place wherein you would see trees and you can walk under the shade of those trees. But in this place, it was a wasteland. There were no trees, you would be walking under the heat of the sun and you would be drinking water from time to time. And what happened is that the water that they brought that was very limited was already consumed. And when that happened, you know what? Hagar just put his son under a bush. He left him and he, she, she, walked, she left him and she walked away. And she did that not because she just intended to leave her son and because she, she was irresponsible as a mother, but she left him because she did not, she cannot take it seeing her son dying out of dehydration probably. 
I believe it was so hard for a mother to see such a scenario. I experienced such kind of pain, maybe not exactly like that, but a similar pain, emotional pain to that. When my son, when he was still a year old, he was confined in hospital because of pneumonia. And because he was very weak, a dextrose has to be attached to him. He was, what is this? Nilagyan siya ng dextrose sa left hand. And then when his left hand was already swollen, it had to be transferred to the other hand. When his right hand was already swollen, they decided to attach it sa kanyang paa. And they decided to bring him somewhere in another room. And I was there outside of the room. And you know what happened? Nung tinusok nila yung karayom sa kanyang paa, the first time, they missed the vein. And because they missed the vein, they had to remove the syringe again and put it back. And my son was crying. And I can feel deep inside my heart the agony that he was going through. I did not like that scenario. I hate that experience. Hagar had a similar experience, even worse than that. Gradually, he was see- she was seeing her son becoming weaker and weaker. Now there was nothing to drink. He was very weak and he was about to die. Hagar just left him because she didn't like to see her son die. That was a very painful condition that he had experienced that time. In that wilderness when nobody can see them, when they would cry out for help and no one can hear them. And you know what happened? When he left his son on that other side, she went to the other side opposite of it. And then she was there. She was sobbing. She was crying. In some other translation, translated it with, she was crying in an unstoppable way that she cannot control it anymore. But in the midst of that situation, listen to what happened. Listen about what happened here in the passage. An angel of the Lord appeared to her. And you know what, what he said? The water was consumed already. Look at verse 17. God heard the lad crying. I'll repeat that line. God heard the lad crying. In verse 17, you would see a chiastic structure here because on the last part of verse 17, he mentioned a similar statement. God has heard the voice of the lad. God heard the lad crying. God has heard the voice of the lad. What is he trying to portray here is that God is listening to the cry of the lad. But I wondered here why he heard the cry of the lad. When in fact, if you go to the earlier verses, verses 15 and 16, you would see Hagar crying. Look at that that text. Verse 16. Then she went and sat down opposite to him, about a bow set away, for she said, do not let me see the boy die. And she sat opposite in him and lifted up her voice and wept. And I was wondering if it was Hagar who wept, why in verse 17, God heard the lad crying. Why did God hear Ishmael? I was wondering why maybe Ishmael was already crying even in the earlier part of the narrative. But here is one thing I know. Ishmael's name literally means God hears. God hears. When you, when you look at the name of Ishmael, that would remind you that God hears. And this name wasn't given by anybody else. You go back to the earlier chapter, chapter 16, when he had encounter with Hagar, when he revealed himself to her, God told her, I'm going to multiply the descendant of this child inside your womb. I want you to call him Ishmael. In other words, it was God who named her him. Ishmael means God hears and God is telling 
Ishmael this time, hey boy, I hear your, you cry. I hear your voice. I made you for this. I named you for this moment. I can hear you. And out of that difficult condition in a dry or wasteland, when nobody can hear them, God heard the cry of the lad. God told Hagar again. He opened her eyes and told her, I am going to multiply the descendants of your son. Have you forgotten that, Hagar? I had an encounter with you. I talked to you already. I showed to you myself. You even called me as the God who sees. Right now, you have forgotten about it. I am here. I'm revealing myself to you. And I want you to be reminded by the very name of your son, I am the God who hears. I'm not only the God who sees, but I am the God who hears. I listen to the cry of your heart. And that was a big reminder for Hagar during that time. And I believe this is a reality that you and I should know and embrace in our time today because God hears it. I wonder why in this family, the man Abraham, who was called by God to be a blessing to all nations, all these ten sons that I have mentioned, it happened in his family. You can see here a, a woman in the person of Sarah, You know, these tensions that happen in this family is happening around us in this 21st century society. Why I say that? Why did I say that? We have wives like Sarah who are manipulative of their husbands. We have husbands like Abraham who have a relationship with other women. We have heads of the family who do not lead and exert good influence to their children and family. We see a servant who became a victim of a desperate couple. We see a single mother being sent away helplessly with her child. We see a mother and a a son who do not have an earthly man to run to. We see a child abandoned by his father. And all of this that happened in Abraham's family are happening in our society today. And if you can relate in one of those facets that I have mentioned, listen. The most encouraging words that you could hear, if you are one of those things that I have mentioned, If you can relate in one of those things that I have mentioned. If you are a victim of something that is detestable before the eyes of God. If your parents has deserted you. If your parents has abandoned you. If your spouse is having an affair with someone. If your husband is running after another woman. If your wife is so manipulative and is not submissive to your authority as a husband. Listen. The most encouraging word that you could hear right now is that God hears your cry. God is listening to you when you pray. God is listening to you when you are falling in tears during the night. God is listening to you and God hears you because he is the God who hears. I remember a story of a little boy. He was praying inside his room. And his mom, noticing that the boy was praying, he silently went to the other side of the door and tried to hear what he was saying in his prayer. And so the boy's prayer went like this. Dear God, in a very, very subtle way, in a very, very soft voice, he uttered these words. Dear God, thank you for blessing me with a wonderful family. Thank you for my dad that you gave him the strength every day that he can work faithfully and provide for all the needs that we have in the family. Thank you for my mom, who is really standing by our side every minute of the day, 
taking care of us, feeding us, even changing my clothes. Thank you for her. She's so kind. She's generous. She's very soft-hearted. And the mom listening at the other side of the door was really happy hearing those words. And then he said, thank you for the cat. Thank you for my toys. You have been providing not only my needs, but even my wants. In a very soft voice, he said those words. And the mom was happy when suddenly the boy screamed. He said, Lord, please give me a PSP, a Sony PlayStation 5. I want to have it. I can see its beauty. I want to play with it. Lord, please. And the mom wondered, why is he shouting now? And so she opened the door and went to him and said, boy, you don't have to shout. God hears your prayer. Even if you just whisper with a very soft voice, God can hear you. Even if you don't utter the words, if your heart is saying it, God can hear you. And the boy said, yes, mom, I am aware of that. I know God can hear even my whisper, but I'm also aware that grandma is there on the other side in the other room and she has the money to buy my PSP. That's why I'm making my voice sound louder so that she would hear it and she would buy me the PSP. The point of the matter is this. God can hear your prayer. Whether you utter the words screaming, or you whisper it to him. God can hear your prayer, even if you don't have the words to say anymore, but your hearts are mentioning the praise to him. When your hearts are showing the pain and the agony that you are going through, and your heart is displaying the faith in him, God hears that prayer of yours. God would even listen and hear your prayer when you don't have the words to say anymore, but tears are sending to him the message, God can hear that prayer of yours because God hears. That is the most encouraging words that you and I can know this time of pandemic, this time of calamity, when we are having no more food for our, for our family, when there is a great need that we are facing, when there is a great problem that, we're, that is in front of us, God hears us when we pray because He's an ever-listening Father. He is not only the God who sees your situation, but He's the God who hears you when you cry out to Him. Listen, my friend. Never forget that He sees you and He hears your prayer. This should affect the way we avail that opportunity that God has given to us, that we can communicate with Him, that we can talk to Him, that we can present to Him our needs. I know you have your own needs. I know there are things that are disturbing you during the night. I know that you are worrying about things in life. Maybe your children are not with you this time. Maybe they are on the other city and they're asking for your help because there is a tremendous growth of cases in their place. They are asking for your prayer. I know there are things that are bothering in your mind. Present them to the Lord in prayer and he, he would hear you, I believe, because that's who he is. It is my prayer and desire that we would continue to live our lives knowing not only that God who sees, but believing that he hears us when we pray. God bless us all. You just heard a message from Sabuanga City Alliance Evangelical Church. We hope that it will help you grow with your knowledge and journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. For more updates, follow us on our Facebook page, Instagram, and YouTube. For Facebook, at Sabuanga City Alliance Evangelical Church. For Instagram, at Zikaek BH. For YouTube, at Zikaek Ministries. See you there!